hello and welcome. Why do I always ask when I start this? Like, hello, like somebody can get back to me and tell me if the sound's working. Anyway, welcome to the Keen on Things podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Keen, because that's in the title. I have to use the name, licensing purposes, all that. Trying to make it easy, trying to keep it easy for the listener. Make it soft, easy listening, which it is a half hour a week. Thanks for giving it to me. Rounding out January, one month into 2021, and all's well, right? We figured everything out. It's amazing. Everything was solved, right? Uh, yes. You know, the Super Bowl used to happen late January. Now it's early February every year. It's been like that for a little while. The NFL Championship, which it was called before the Super Bowl, uh, used to be in er- early in January. Well, not long ago. It was late December when we'd have these championship games and the uh, sport was done in the same year it started just like baseball clean and simple hey which what year were they champions 1931 and it wasn't this like 1952 53 thing no more basketball and basketball starts way too soon every year i think you could shorten the season start the season every year on christmas day you don't need to start it in december then chop some of those playoff series down um they're all getting longer. They want more money out of the athletes, more, more of their bodies, more of their sacrifices to raise revenue. Uh, football is going to an extra game next year, which is lame. You've got a nice rounded 16-game season. Just keep it at that. Why are we stretching it? Get more, right? Get more money. Squeeze all the berry, the juice out of the berry. Squeeze everything, all the resources out of the planet. This episode is going to be football heavy. It's uh, what I did all day yesterday when I cooked. Yeah, I cooked. Made chicken, made queso. Both were mediocre, but whatever. Bought some frozen curly fries and heated those up for the nieces just because the queso is a little spicy. Wings are a little spicy. Who knows? Um, so I don't think I cooked. I heated things up and I put stuff in the oven. Well, actually, I had some chicken bagged and buffalo wing sauce before I put it in the oven. Um, and the queso involved Rotel tomatoes and La Preferida peppers that I threw in. Fascinating, right? What a great podcast, all this. I, I need someone to pay me not to do this podcast. Um, right? Yeah. Let's do an ad and pick things up a little bit. This is the only podcast that people tune into for the ads. And uh, it's just, it really makes the difference. I think people, I should put them at the end because that's when people sign off. iFinancial Group, you guys. iFinancial Group. Now, they're in San Clemente, California, but they can deal with stuff nationwide, worldwide. iFinancial Group, they can take care of all your commercial equipment financing needs. Not some of them. Not one or two where you're like, oh, I know they handle this issue, but will they handle all my commercial financing needs? All. A-L-L. You know the detergent? Well, that's not what this ad is for. This ad is for iFinancial Group. A one-page application. I mean, that is so nice. You go to a dentist or a doctor or whatever, you know, you cut yourself and you go to, uh, not ER, but um, urgent care, UC. You got more than one page and your life's on the line. Not really. But with a one-page application, you can be pre-approved same day with iFinancial Group. Let Todd of the Todd Bodell clan, Todd and iFinancial Group working together, earn your business. Give them a call. Tell them I sent you, Patrick Keen, the podcast, Keen on Things, or don't, just do business with them. 949-510-1590. Or email Todd at tbodell, B-O-D-E-L-L, two L's, tbodell at the I, at the letter I, financialgroup.com tbodell at ifinancialgroup.com and get that business going 
that you wanted to start, keep it going, uh, add value or retain value. That's what it's about. Add adding value or retaining value. Um, and yeah, get it going, man. Don't wait. I'm trying not to wait in my life on all things. And, uh, it's opening things up. You make a lot of mistakes and you look foolish, but if you're not afraid of those things, uh, you can go extremely far in this life. Look at Tom Brady. Um, and we'll get to all that in a second here. And I'm doing the podcast on Anchor FM. People are asking, how do you do it? What do you do? Uh, Anchor FM. I was doing it with Libsyn when I first started, but I uh, switched over to Anchor FM. Anchor.fm is good. If you want to start a podcast, it's free. If I can figure it out, anyone can, and I can help walk you through a lot of stuff like that. Okay, we're five minutes in. Um, guys, we have a Super Bowl matchup. Um, amazing, right? It was going to happen no matter what, so I don't know what's amazing about it. Four good teams. Uh, no blowouts. Um, the first game was obviously tighter than the second game, even though it looked like it was on its way to a blowout. Uh, four smaller markets were in the final four. As I was telling my nieces, we're over here yesterday at my mom's house in Arizona, and we were t- I was telling them about the final four and who plays who next, and that was fun and cute. Uh, four smaller market teams were in the title game, which is good to see. I was happy. I mean, they're not small towns, necessarily Buffalo, KC, you know, Tampa. But as far as the NFL teams go, um, it's not necessarily the network stream, although it was because Brady's in there, Rodgers was in there, and Mahomes was in there. Repeating Super Bowl champions are in there. Um, And then an upstart Buffalo team that's going to be around for a while, I hope, for them. I was happy for Buffalo, happy for KC, Buffalo especially. Is KC that small? I don't think so. Smaller. But good um, good for all four. Uh, it will be Kansas City Chiefs versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And from what I understand, nobody calls it Tampa Bay. It's called Tampa. I've been there. I've performed at side splitters, guys. Um, and uh, it's called Tampa. They called it Tampa Bay in 1976, I guess, when the Bucks started there because they wanted to appeal to the whole Bay to support them. They didn't want to just appeal to Tampa, but maybe Clearwater or Lakeside or whatever these regions are called uh, to get their whole fan base captured and they did it but if you're living in tampa just like in san francisco nobody calls it frisco if you live in tampa nobody calls it tampa bay um it's first time a team is hosting a super bowl in its own stadium very interesting music marty uh la rams played in their home city in 1979 but not their home stadium okay their home stadium was the coliseum where usc plays and then the raiders would eventually play but the Super Bowl is at the Rose Bowl, where UCLA plays in Pasadena. They have to hop on a bus to go travel to their home games, kind of like Santa Margarita High School did back in the day. We had to hop on a bus to go play at Saddleback. Uh, it wasn't, wasn't bad, though. Get away a little bit. Saddleback was nice. It made you think about your future a little bit as you went there, and it was next to Capo. And across the street from Dave's house, Dave Shear's house. Um, the Rose Bowl was also, it was interesting. The Rose Bowl was there in 1976 as well. I think, were those the first two places? Because the first ever Super Bowl was at the Coliseum with Green Bay and the Kansas City Chiefs, which I thought was going to possibly be a rematch. Didn't happen. Um, so they had the, the Super Bowl at the Rose Bowl. My mom uh, and dad went to a Super Bowl at the Rose Bowl in 1992 when the um, Bills played the Cowboys. I mean, the listenership is just on the rise right now in this conversation um michael jackson played at halftime okay so it was 1976 
It's funny that after the Rams lost their Super Bowl in the in the Rose Bowl uh, in 1979, they moved to Anaheim the next year. That was their last game, their home game in L.A. They lost the hearts of L.A., man. I mean, they got the hearts of Orange County, which probably was already in their corner. But they moved to Anaheim, Orange County, the 714. Um, yeah. Taken 40 years to get those hearts back. They're trying, but they're still reeling from that. Uh, they shared the Big A with the Angels, a- Angel Stadium, right there in Anaheim, near Disneyland and the Anaheim Convention Center and all that stuff. Uh, and in the Angels, I'm sorry, in the Rams' first game at the Big A in 1980, rookie Billy Sims for the Lions out of Oklahoma ran for a ton of yards and touchdowns, and the Lions beat the Rams in their f- first game in Anaheim, so they were on a two-game losing streak for a second there back in 1980 after the 1979 Super Bowl where they lost to the Steelers and their fourth Super Bowl win. Fascinating. Ten years later, guys, so right around the early 90s, late 80s, I would sit front row with my dad at a Rams game on the visiting sideline with Mike Ferris and his dad. They had season tickets, and Mike and his dad would heckle the other team, which was so fun from literally about 15 feet away. They could hear everything. But that did not stop the guys. We were in the front row, visiting sideline. He heckled Dion. I went to see uh, when they played the Falcons once, and when they went to play the um, Ryan Bosworth once. The Seattle Seahawks came to town. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Just yelling and yelling. And at one point, Mike heckled something. Uh, I don't know. A little blue. Poor taste, which the whole thing was. And his dad's like, Mike, Jesus. And I was like, what? This whole thing is inappropriate. You're calling him out now. So that's Mike Ferris and his dad, ladies and gentlemen. If you need your real estate needs handled in Orange County, South Orange County, uh, go to them and Janie, the wife, because they talk the best trash to opposing NFL sidelines more so than any real estate agents in South County. Anyway, um, Kansas City Chiefs have a chance to repeat, which I like. I think that's an organization that should have a lot of Super Bowls. They've been around since the beginning. Um, the Hunt family, all that, they moved up from uh, Texas. Texas. Tom Brady has a chance to win with a second team. Unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. Look, Peyton Manning took four different coaches to the Super Bowl. I still think that's phenomenal. Uh, he won with two different coaches two different teams and uh was he in the same league was he in the afc both times okay great um bruce arians coach of the the bucks has a chance uh to win his first he used to coach arizona cardinals where i feel like i've been for a thousand years now it's just been about six weeks um but i'm back in uh, socal this week tomorrow actually i think tomorrow wednesday at the latest i think i'm going for kc I like that market. Love the barbecue. Um, I like all the times I've been there. Uh, and I just like that it's old school and, and they had that one title and they had Hank Stram, you know. It just looks good if Casey has three or four Super Bowls. They've, this will be their fourth and their attempt to win three. Right now they're two for three. Uh, would be cool to see them win it. But it's one of those for me. Kind of like when Peyton played with the Bears, I could sit back and relax. Or when Peyton played against the Saints, I could sit back and relax. Because I was kind of, you know, I didn't care who won. I was pulling for both. Uh, So that'll be this one, too. Kind of pulling for Brady and Bruce Arians, but also pulling for KC to get a repeat. And for Andy Reid, man, the great coach Andy Reid. Been through a a ton. And this will be his third, I believe. He was with the Eagles. He had a tight one with the Pats. 
and uh, be good to see him get one, get one from Brady. But uh, I can watch, and I'm sure I'll get excited at some point and really hold down a team and get nervous. Yesterday, my mom took my my uh, not my blood my blood pressure because she just had the uh, the machine the device on her. Weird. And I was like, man, my heart's beating. Because I had one of these. They had I bought a Coca-Cola coffee can. They're mixing those two now, which is nice. And I had a little sip, and she had some. And she's like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, my heart's racing. But it was also because the game was so exciting. That first game, um, the Battle of the Bays, Tampa was in Green Bay, which we'll get to right now. Uh, we have two weeks till the Super Bowl. I think we've always had two weeks between the NFC and AFC Championship and the Super Bowl. I've always had two weeks off and that Sunday that middle Sunday was always when they announced the all Madden team which was cool as a kid um but uh they once they did one week and that was 1990 Persian golf time okay geez we're almost halfway through here um so that was one year I was a senior in high school and they had uh, the one week off the 90 91 season is what it was okay the first game yesterday was tampa in green bay i feel kind of bad for green bay i don't know what it is okay they won the second half but they just dug themselves too much of a hole you know they were down uh 28 to 10 early in the second half it was going to be 14 10 at halftime everything looked tight uh but the packers drop an easy pick with like 10 seconds left to end the half and then with five seconds left they give up a last-second 50-yard touch, not a 50-yard field goal, which Tampa would have been lucky and happy to have. They give up a 50-yard TD last second. Just mind-boggling, right? I mean, Tampa comes in third straight week on the road. They are focused, man. They are tuned in. And they upset these guys. Everything was in Green Bay's favor. Playing at home, Tampa was a wild card. Tampa was missing a receiver. Tampa ended up missing two of their DBs. You know, Rodgers could have thrown for 200 more yards. The pack was the best team in the league, next to KC, probably, arguably, whatever. Perfectly cold weather, you know, not too cold. Cold enough for the visiting team. Green Bay was healthy. It was there for them, man. And look, one more drive, and they would have had it, I think. One more. Tampa's offense had gone cold. Green Bay was rolling. Uh, but their deficit was too big, too big of a hole. Hated to see it end on that call. As a ref, I'd let that fly. But with undershirt getting stretched... You know, it was so visible. Plus, I feel like Tampa got screwed on a on a helmet to helmet call uh, in their own um, kind of red zone. There, a, a DB made a great play to knock the receiver, and it was like he got called and moved to the five. And I'll tell you, if they would have kicked him out, then that would have been ridiculous. Tampa would have had three missing starters, I think, in the in the defensive backfield. Anyway, um, legally, it was the right call, but. But then that late call uh, with the shirt getting ripped, I, I don't know. I guess the ref had to call it. It was on camera. It took him a second to pull it, but I think he was, like, checking his brain. You know when you do that? You take, you go, did I just see that? Okay. We've all had that. I know a ref probably needs to be more in the moment. But he's like, yeah, shirt got pulled. This is coming out. Uh, I don't know if that pass was catchable, which it could have been ruled like that wasn't catchable. Uh, so it's over. But it's just a bummer, you know, because I don't know if things line up again like this for the pack. I really don't. All the hype and stuff that goes into like, did they are they building around Aaron enough? Do they give enough weapons? And this year it looked like they finally had done that. And now we have another year of hearing about it. I'm gonna listen to Cowherd a little bit, get his take. Um Cowherd and Joy. Uh who knows, man. Next year pack will be back. Um I just don't know. The Aaron Rodgers, you know, he'll slip into into the same Super Bowl victory 
single victory category that Brett Favre had, even though it seems like they've won more. Jesus, Favre played in two. Rodgers might not even make it to a second. Who knows? Next year, they'll be back. They'll be strong. And they should be in good shape. NFC South won't have a strong uh, New Orleans team. NFC East is terrible. They're all rebuilding. NFC North is terrible, except Green Bay. NFC West will be intense, but they seem to beat the hell out of each other. And uh, literally, all four of those teams are uncertain. NFC West isn't going to be what it, what it was these last five years. Um, they're all uh, kind of hobbled and aging and salary capping and getting figured out by each other and other teams. Um so we'll see. Green Bay will be back, I think, and probably the favorite. Having said that, what a difference. Because Tom Brady and the Pet Box will be a year older, and who knows? Um, who knows? Talking out my ass. Having said that, what a difference a season can make. Tampa uh, was nothing a year ago. Buffalo was okay. What does Green Bay need? I think the offense is there. I think you just need to go get T.J. Watt or some all-star who will be looking for a home and would also bring leadership and desire to go deep in the postseason, like a J.J. Watt, or a T.J. Is it T.J. Watt? No, J.J., I'm sorry. J.J. out of Houston is who they'd get. T.J.'s with the uh, Steelers. Uh, just like Reggie White brought when he came over from Philly in the mid-'90s. But uh, Packers need a defense to get an identity. You know, They can't keep putting it all on Rodgers. I mean, those 14 points at the end of the first half and beginning of the second half that happened in the blink of an eye, that just killed the Pack, man. It took forever to climb back from that. And just, you know, and you didn't get that last stop on D, right? And and it's just like it, it, too many things needed to happen, and most of them did. But you just you kind of knew it was over when the clock ran out and they had less points than the other team. You know what I mean? Kidding. Tampa came out throwing on first down with two, point, with two and a half minutes left instead of just running it out, playing it conservatively. And, you know, Aaron's and Brady, it's like, no, we're throwing. They get nine yards on, fir- on first down. So it's like second and one, and then the Packers jump off sides intentionally. And you knew it's like, okay, they're now it's over. Because they're grab bagging here, you know, they're trying to do tricks. They're not just going to give the pack, ball back to the pack. So you knew. They just, they're like, no, we're not going to play that little conservative Mary football. Um Pack were down by eight and had the ball on the eight-yard line on fourth down, and the coach elected to kick a field goal. And Aikman said it. He was announcing, and he said, I, and I agree with him, you know, because Aikman and myself and the coach of the pack, you know, we, we debate a lot of stuff. And I agree that you have to let the magic man, the NFL MVP, who got you there, do his magic for one more play, tie up the game. Or if it doesn't happen, use your timeouts and play for overtime and get the ball back, and you have them pinned on their, their own eight. And your defense has been doing great. Um, but you cannot send that message to their team or your own. Hey, we're just we're going to overthink this. Kick it here and then kick it off, even though we're only one score behind. I, he's right, man. you got to let Aaron do his magic, just like they let Montana do his magic, just like Brady is allowed to do his magic. You know, Keep it in Aaron Rodgers' hand. And they don't get it. Your defense holds them like they have most of the second half. And if they don't get it, your defense holds them like they have most of the second half, and you get the ball back, hopefully in good field position. But whatever, it's easy for me to say he got the field goal, and then if they score the touchdown, they win uh, after getting the ball back. They never got the ball back. Whatever. The game was lost a few different times before that. Uh, Let's move on. Tampa is rolling. 
Okay, they haven't lost a game in a long time. They've avenged losses. I mean, they finished regular season 11-5, which was great. They didn't really limp in the playoffs. I think they won three or four to close it out. But uh, they avenge New Orleans. You know, they go into Washington, do their thing. Go into New Orleans, do their thing. Go into Green Bay, do their thing. And now they get to play at home. What a nice reward, being on the road three weeks, wild card, winning them all, and then you get to play in your home stadium. I don't even know what they need to work on. Running game? I don't know. I don't know. Fournette had a great run in the first half for a touchdown. It's crazy. Um, it will be interesting if the game gets tight. The game got kind of tight, and Brady was throwing up some passes for, for, for grabs. Within seven passes, he'd thrown three picks. That's so insane after throwing three touchdowns. We'll see what happens against KC. I think KC will give them problems. Brady's second half was not great. Uh, they needed that field goal uh, at the end because other than that early gift touchdown they had um, – I'm sorry, he had three touchdowns early in the third quarter. That third touchdown pass came on that after that turnover. What kind of first half is he going to have? Because he doesn't always do well in the first quarter of Super Bowls. Um, and then KC has come from behind in three of the four of their last playoff games. It's one crazy. I mean, they, did, they were down by nine. The game opened and closed with Bills getting nine and nine. Um, but still it's uh, sound defeat kc is healthy stacked hungry well coached very deep in coaching they are as well with the and uh Sagmanola or something like that the deep coordinator neither team limped in kc needed a strong game yesterday not only for the win but to prove to themselves what they could do they kind of skated by cleveland on thin ice and didn't look great but yesterday was strong they had a strong outing against a very good buffalo team that will be back that was the KC team we know and love. Uh, I think they win the Super Bowl and repeat. Andy Reid has to face Brady in another big game. And Brady has to face Reid, more like. Um, how are we doing? We almost... Okay, we're flying. Okay, good. We're covered most of these teams here. Uh, lastly, Buffalo. Um, I think they needed that for where they're going. Okay, whatever, obviously. They're obviously a year away um, or two. Maybe a year. It was hard fought, man. They were hanging on. There's no reason they can't win it next year. They were hanging on last night, but it just wasn't to be. But I think they'll learn and see what needs to be done to advance. They'll come back uh, with that experience and be even tougher next year. They'll win their division. They'll, they'll battle out over the, in the AFC with Baltimore, possibly Cleveland, Tennessee, and KC again. Those four to five teams will be it. Those are the five teams in the AFC. Pittsburgh is probably done. Uh, Cincy is a couple years away, like San Diego. Uh, Miami will be in a flux, you know, with their quarterbacks uh, trying to figure that out. Um, although they might start season 3-0, and but then they'll, I think, dissolve. Pats rebuild. Jets are the Jets. Indy will have a new quarterback. Raiders are just they're a reality show, not a football team. Um, so, yeah, Baltimore, Cleveland, KC, Tennessee, and Buffalo next year. And I don't know if that includes Cleveland. Like I think, Balt I think uh, Buffalo comes back and is strong. I think Cleveland won't be able to sneak up on people. It will be interesting. That will be interesting to see. I'm pulling for Cleveland, too. Um, Josh Allen has the body type that can keep him great for a long time, at least keep him in the league for a long time, like Ben Roethlisberger, big guy. Doesn't have to rely on speed. How long can Lamar Jackson of Baltimore run around like that, you know? Even Russell Wilson seems to be maybe losing a step. Is that true? I don't know. But Jackson can probably do it 45 more seasons. I mean, not a lot, I guess. Anyway, Buffalo's in good shape. They need to get that chip on their shoulder to get to the next level. 
right? KC just flexed last night. They're like, yeah. The lion came out of the hiding to remind everyone who is king of the jungle. Out of the hiding? Out of hiding to remind everyone who is king of the jungle. Just like that movie where Christopher Walken is a billiards player and tells that kid who's a stud pool player, he says, every once in a while, the lion has to come out and remind everyone that he's the king of the billiards, you know? Come out and roar. What movie was that? Oh, Pool Hall Junkies. Good movie. Anyway, I'm pulling for you, Buffalo. We all are. You know, we all want to see that happen. Um, so good. It'll be a good matchup. Um, I don't love the pack, but I admire that organization and, and love that market and love just where it is in the country, that cold weather. Uh, maybe I have a little pack envy, you know, having the base of being a Lion fan and then moving west and kind of waffling between Rams and Raiders over the years. Um, okay. Beer Can Appreciation Day was yesterday, January 24th. Uh, we shot a video of Fan Center, kind of like mascots, but it's a video. Uh, and it's Fan Center is going to oversee um, all the sports comedy desires. I think it's going to be under that label. Mascots will be a subsidiary of that. Uh, it was cool. I shot, we shot Beer Can Appreciation Day. My brother's in it. Um, some friends are in it. It was cool because I was in Arizona working with people I haven't before. And that can be a little, you know, you're anxious about it. Um, and then from here, I can send the footage to Henry Phillips to edit. It's great because then I shoot from wherever. And the more episodes we have, the easier it is to show future directors, camera operators, what we're trying to do. Because I'm not always good at like telling people what's going to happen. I'm just like, okay, do this, do this, explain. And they're like, what are we doing? And then they see the finished product. They're like, oh, I get it. Um, so uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to know that uh, we have this, that I can shoot anywhere by myself or with just a local director. And then I'd send that stuff back to Henry, pay him to um, cut it together. And as again, very nicely as he did, I'm going to release it here in a few mementos. Uh, so look for it. It's called uh, Fan Center <clears throat> Beer Can Appreciation Day. Um, I heard a great thing this week, which uh, makes me think about all these reps I do when I interview people because you get sharper, you get better. Believe it or not, the more, okay, ready for a great quote to close this episode out? The more we experience, the more we experience, the more we experience more. Right? Isn't that great? The more we experience, the more we experience more. We get more out of the same things we did before because we appreciate, understand it more. And they're not the same things, they're better. Isn't that great and simple? An evening with your significant other, you know? Uh, friends, kids' games, um, vacation, work, a situation you've come across before where you can take a moment. And since you've been there before, you know, you know how long you can take to dwell in a moment. That's what's nice, too. Um, you know, what I wouldn't give to have one more, you know, dinner with my former, you know, girl. Uh, stuff like that. The meals, conversation, you know, getting on stage, seeing my niece's nephew, going to Knott's Berry Farm, going to Knott's Berry Farm. All right. The more, again, the more we experience, the more we experience more. It's great. We get even more out of it. We realize and cherish everything more. Okay, cool. Um, I'm hitting, we're wrapping up. Okay. I'm hitting uh, Orange County this week, doing career day at my old high school. Can't wait. Really excited about this one. This is the first time I've really, re like, I've got structure. To, I mean, it's the tight. Before I had written stuff out, but this is the most time I've spent on it pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre
pregame in terms of uh, how I hope it goes, the pacing of it, and keep it interesting, as interesting as possible for the kids. Um, I want it as tight as possible, man. I want the kids, I want as much in there as possible, but not overwhelm them as smooth as possible. Not as much information as possible, as smooth uh, as possible. That school's a machine. Jesus, it's unbelievable, man. It's not like a small college. It's like a major college. Um, so, yeah. Uh, here we go. We've come to that. God, I'm talking so much. We've come to uh, the point in the show, guys, where it's Patrick Keene's Tweets of the Week. Guys, Patrick Keene's Tweets of the Week. Okay. Um, on Monday, I tweeted, hey, if people are watching us in the afterlife and beyond... We need to know when exactly they're watching, right? I don't need to need them to see everything, you know what I mean? Need it to be a cable guy situation where they let you know in advance. Yeah, it'll be we'll be spying on you sometime between noon and five. Okay. That comes from Surviving Death, which I'm watching on Netflix. I got one episode left on Surviving Death on Netflix. On Tuesday I tweeted, why do we say breakfast cereal instead of just cereal? Crazy language, I guess. You know, because we don't say breakfast, lunch, or breakfast dinner. Or we don't say uh what do Breakfast. Oh, we don't say lunch cereal or dinner cereal, do we? I don't know. Uh, Wednesday, I tweeted, working on a new joke. Does anyone know if there's any comics out there who have this one? Hey, guys, give it up for your MC and all the comics you've seen tonight. Does anyone have that joke? <laughs> Get it? Because comics are always like, I'm working on this. Does anyone have this? And I just give them a general thing. I feel like I've heard it before, but it could be in my head too much. Uh, on Thursday, I tweeted, isn't a panic room just a comedy room, comedy club green room? You know, isn't that great? On Friday, I tweeted, uh, Brady's been to more Super Bowls than there were Brady's in the Brady Bunch. Because this is his 10th. He's won six. He's lost three. He's been to nine. This is his 10th. So he's been to more Super Bowls than there were Brady's in the Brady Bunch. Uh, yeah, three Brady kids from one side, three from another, and then two Brady parents. So that's eight Brady's. So, yeah, he's been to more. There's eight Brady's, and if you count the dog. Because Sam was the butcher and Alice was the uh, maid. They weren't family. And Oliver was, I don't know, a maternal cousin, nephew. Oliver. Okay. Um, guys, as always, thanks for listening. I need to do a football podcast exclusively, I think, because this whole episode was done uh, for football. Um, we, God, we had an inauguration this past week. I didn't even realize. I, I hadn't written anything about it. Just a calmness. I guess that that's a sign of things to come. I don't know how much of that is Trump and how much is the media making things calmer. Who knows, right? We'll see how much Trump and how much is Biden. Like, I think we'll find out that it wasn't all Trump, all the problems in the world. I didn't vote for him, but he wasn't everybody's the pro core of every single problem, guys. Okay? There's plenty of policy that won't change that you're still going to be upset about. Uh, Bernie looked good, right? Memes, T-shirts, knitted puppets, all this sold. All those, uh, all the merch, and all the money went to charity. Sounds different than what other candidates would do to me. Um, giving more of himself to the people. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope we all have <clears throat> calm and uh, get inoculated, and that things, this thing plateaus, and we return to normal. And looking back, this whole thing can be labeled just a year-long disruption instead of anything too permanent. I hope. Okay. Hope I'm not being naive. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. Look for content on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Keen of Comedy. My album on Spotify and iTunes called Two and Two Before, and my Dry Bar Comedy Special called Long Live the Keen. 
Wow, way too many puns there. YouTube, Patrick Keen Comedy, Patrick Keen Mascots. Find it, subscribe, whatever, or don't. Uh, wow, okay, let's have mercy and uh, end this thing, shall we? My goodness. Thank you for listening, guys. Good week to you.